0: Hi everyone. Ryan, I'm Stephen, and uh, also known as Mrs. DJ. And this is a new episode of the DIY Musician Guide podcast. I'm here as ever with Justin on the bottom, but we've also got a guest over on that side. You might see a very first guest on the show, Ashley Collins of Endling. Now, I was thinking about this, and maybe Justin, you can chime in. Do you know when you say? Of the band Endling, you know, but if it's one person, what do you say? Is it of the project or don't what is it? Normally,
1: you'd say I don't know, the artist for the artist known as the um... Endling.
0: Formerly
2: known,
0: as. Band? known as, what would you say, Ashley? How would you describe Endling? That's a bit of a segue, isn't it?
2: Um. Yeah, project. Project sounds good.
0: Project, I like project. I'm not sure
2: what musician stands.
0: Um, yeah, you know what, musician because mu- musician sounds like you kind of get passed around a lot you know mm-hmm. what I mean you could be a um, a session musician or something or um, just someone who hasn't got their own project but I like project like the musical project I mean I yeah, took like a bit I took a bit of flack from Linz because when um, talking about that she didn't like me describing what I do as a musical project He thought that sounded a bit do know. Didn't sound like a band. Then people wouldn't get it. I don't know. But it I a little, it's a
2: little bit hobbyist.
0: Yeah, I suppose. Mm, yeah, maybe. <clears throat> anyway, not how are we all? Committed. <laughs> just almost. Like, no, I know what you mean. Now, now I'm seeing that now that you've like put that in my head, especially Justin was saying, not fully committed. I get that. Well, but it just I like means that you
1: sort of dip in, dip out. You're, yeah. a, you are a tourist.
0: So if, <laughs> if you yeah, said it was
1: yours because you are like yeah. you've got multiple projects on the go at the same time it's yeah. like hmm. you know well which one are you committed to which suppose, one is your I, your baby
0: and if you downplay it by saying currently my project is that means that you're not committed to
2: that for life
1: go on actually we can just <laughs> double team him and
2: get him <laughs> yeah, get I, our mean, I mean no. You, know, you, can, you can just call me. Uh, you can just call me artist instead. I'll take. I'll take artist.
0: Yeah, because it is an art. Oh, yeah, yeah, artist is good, and I, I always there's a lot of like dirty words for um, creative people. I don't mean blue words, but I mean um, dirty words like you know getting paid and all that stuff. And I think artist is one of them because it almost feels like we should be ashamed of saying the word artist, isn't it? Yeah, Well, that's fine. Because if you're a footballer and you call yourself a footballer, that's fine. That, what, what's the difference between someone who's doing it for sport? Is it because they get paid? And more well, if, people a footballer,
2: if a footballer called themselves an artist, then, you know... You'd it's not like...
0: Uh, it's not like a Subway sandwich artist, is it? You know, I've heard of, of that thing before, because it's from a it's from an actual menu. But, you know, Lady Gaga, who's got an album out today, by the way. I don't know why I even mentioned that. But... uh. She would call herself it's an artist. Your <laughs> I don't mind Lady Gaga. I like, I like Lady Gaga as a person. I'm not necessarily into her music, but I think I'm glad she exists because she's disrupting the pop industry as, as much as anyone at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a different conversation. But she would call herself an artist, so why can't we call ourselves artists? You know, I mean, we do. Actually, you're calling yourself an artist, aren't you?
2: I don't really call myself anything.
0: <laughs> so if I so at the top of this podcast which feels like many moons ago uh I introduced you as uh, Ashley of Endling. Was that is that fine?
2: That that is probably yeah the the least um the least indulgent grounded. This is it's uh, such
0: a British conversation, isn't it? <laughs> we just can't we can't self indulge at all. We've got to explain every little bit of it. Can't we can't um, possibly feel good. We have to
2: justify you know. everything. So uh this it's like when
1: you meet somebody and they say, Oh, so what do you do? With the oh, inevitable it, we've,
2: question. We've had
0: that question. You know, how, how do you answer it? I'm I love Ashley talking iPhone. about what we both love talking about. Now.
1: From Endling, and you could—I uh, mean—that potentially could make you sound like you're from a cult. <laughs>
0: that's true. You that's need, a bit, need...
1: It, yeah, it, you need mean, a bit more. But I mean, inevitable have the follow-up of, "Oh, what's that?
2: It's a cult. I just
1: want... And it's a Let's... cult.
0: Do you want to join?" <laughs> <laughs> We've got a comment. Uh, well, Sam Rogers. I don't think that's Sam from our normal community. Or maybe with a different surname, but he says hello, hello Sam. Anyway, who's in? And he's he's in, I'm good. So that's the only person we've got in at the moment. But anyway, um, this this podcast never didn't happen, did it? Ashley, we were kind of like, oh, what was going on there?
2: Well, my internet started going a bit shaky, and then I thought in my head it would be really funny if uh, my internet went down, same as Steve's did the other day. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then it got worse and worse. So I was, I was looking up on, because on, I'm with TalkTalk Talk as an internet provider. I looked up on their Twitter to see if they were saying anything because I couldn't get into the actual TalkTalk um, Talk account to see what the service was like. And it transpired that lots of people across the whole country were having a similar issue and that it might not just be TalkTalk. Talk. Um, <clears throat> so what I'm doing, I've changed my DNS to you something
0: else, that? and that's that's what's made it work. It's and this is just going off your phone now.
2: No, it's it's just a oh, oh
0: actually still from your router. Oh wow, I don't
2: know. Yeah. Really, I don't know the actual.
1: It's like I was uh, saying to you the other day, though the the bar. If it, if we've learned anything from lockdown, it's the the bar that people are happy with and can roll with of video. Chats is really
0: low, yeah.
1: You know, with regard yeah. to quality, and you know, they, I mean, I've most of the news you just turn the news on these days, it's all video chat, even,
0: yeah, that's true.
1: Even Parliament is, um, yeah, and, the bar is awful. low.
0: Have you seen all of those adverts? Uh, I saw, like, I think it was one for Sainsbury's, one of those shops, anyway. Um, and they kind of mock making these kind of voice chat um things now you know as if like people just popped up in a chat and they're talking about products and i, I think someone was talking about like, i'm going to talk to some moms now and i was like pop pop like th- this service doesn't exist that does automatically uh you know brings up these voice chat people and um but basically talking about a product or something like that and i thought oh god we've already evolved into like how our, you know companies are going to be using this to kind of like Fake how you know voice chatters is working, and I thought this is bizarre. I don't know it's if I terrible. like. Well, I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like it at all. Yeah, I don't like it. Um, but I, I, I agree. The uh, the the pe- people kind of now people are expecting better. I think though. I like guess at the start, you could see everyone was doing voice chat where like the cameras above them and all this, and they're hardly in the frame. Like when I phoned my mum through like Facebook Messenger. She's hardly in. She doesn't know how to frame herself and all that. And now she's great at it, you know? And so people yeah. are getting better at it. And that's, like, different generations. which They're kind of being ago, forced into it.
1: A couple of weeks ago, there was a guy on the daily briefing. And essentially, his phone – he must have had it on his phone, but he must have had it like that. You could just see straight up his nose. That was it. <laughs> and that was on, you know, national TV – <laughs> and at no point did anyone say, you know, getting prepared, getting ready for. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, a couple of little tips, production tips. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of people that need that.
2: Yeah, unless it's to make make them look like a a, a real life human being. Yeah. Like we want to know the same struggles.
1: We want to know more about you than just what's up your nose.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to
0: take someone seriously when you're getting that view as well. I mean, I think probably audio is probably the most important, and these things. It's I've seen some really, well, heard some really bad sounding voice chats. I mean, hopefully yeah, yeah. They sound right. I was talking to you
1: the other day about it. I think, I mean, aud- audio is like the hardest thing I think to get right because yeah. there's no real end to the. um amount of money you can pay for equipment for No,
0: it. no, um, that's it.
1: But there are some really low-budget um, options that people are using that, you know, like Poundland yeah. mic- microphones. I just, I, just,
0: I just need something, as long as I look all right, I just need something to, you know, and it's just like, well, i do that first. I do yeah. that and make sure the audio is okay.
1: I told you the best audio I've heard is... Um, Apple earphones. Really? Yep.
0: I Pay always to think, them. like, I mean, they look mate, they look silly to me, but I don't know these little stalks coming out your ears. And I always think about like, because you know, I'm a runner. I always think they're going to fall out and you're going to lose them. But although, I suppose you're listening to music, so you'd noticed, you know, one of them has dropped out.
2: Well, well that's yeah, why you buy like the wired adapter.
0: Yeah, yeah, the wired adapter. Yeah. But
1: the yeah the um, quality wise for microphone, that's definitely up there as being that's one of the best ones. You know, a budget option, I mean, without any of this stuff, that seems to be the best one.
0: What are you using there, Ashley?
2: Um, I'm using a snowball.
0: There you go. So, so it, snowball. I think the majority of uh, it's, it's we're in a look as being, you know, musicians. Because we have recording equipment basically at hand, you know? It's like filmmakers as well. They're okay. They've got decent webcams and things like that around. But I think it's just everybody else. <laughs> like I was talking to a mate um, the other day who works with some footballers. And he was asking them to send some footage through. And a lot of them are sending portrait, like view, uh, video through. And he's like trying to get them to to understand. No, turn your phone around and mm-hmm. film it that way. <laughs> And they don't understand, but because like that's what people are just accustomed to with phones, aren't they? I think that's just the way it just went. And at first, I was kind of laughing at it, and like everyone's just filming in portrait mode. But then, that kind of became like TikTok and you know Instagram Live and all that stuff. The kind of people wanted that format because they were kind of used to it in the hand. So it's interesting.
1: But yeah, equally like when you watch back a portrait. Video, I mean, it's annoying watching a portrait video on a, a laptop Yeah. or on TV, but you watch that back on your phone, it's perfectly fine.
0: It's fine. That's I've seen interesting
1: that people consume these days.
0: Yeah, there are interesting ways to get around it on desktop. I've seen where people have the obviously the narrow column in the middle with the video, but they'll put information at the side, you know, when it's rendered later on. So, they'll put like charity information or where it was filmed or whatever. So, at least you've got some context for the video. It's like that's the best you can do, I suppose. But I'm, normally, people just put the video, they repeat the video, but blare it. So, it's kind of like you kind of, it's weird. Sometimes it looks like a weird prism. And I don't yeah. like it. But most people are always,
1: these days like, what the hell are you doing watching
0: a oh, video yeah. on a laptop? What well, you were saying about the person filming up the nose, people talk like that with the phone. Oh, God, this sounds like the old kids, the old guys talking <laughs> about technology. Um, but, you know, when people talk down the phones like that, they don't talk with the phones at their ears. They talk at the phone. Do you do that, Ashley?
2: In with your phone? Context?
0: Do you know when you're talking to someone on the phone, do you put the phone to your ear or do you talk at it, like, in front of you?
2: Oh, no, I have it to my ear.
0: There you go, all right. I yeah. Say, yeah, wanted to know. How old are you, if, if you don't mind me asking, Ash? I'm 26. 26. So, yeah, okay. So younger than that, I suppose, that I'm I'm talking about. Because I know people who are younger than um, about very early 20s, like, like teens, and they talk at the phone. And It's it's just odd. I don't really get it. But then again, then you well, have the all The speaker's this at
2: the top of the phone. So I, I, if you're talking at the microphone part of the phone, then the speaker's the <laughs> other side.
0: It doesn't make any sense.
1: I think I've only yeah. spoke about, I don't know, three... I don't think I've answered the phone, actually, this year. Yeah, I do have a point. Point.
0: <laughs> to, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. That was one of the best things of mobile phone technology, when we realised we, we don't have to talk to people, and people yeah. are all right with that. We can just text, yeah, and I to a few words. I love that, yeah. I, I love all of that, Um I don't mind video um, at all, really, because obviously you have to embrace it with all of this. But ringing, it feels like a wasted opportunity to do something with that recording. Or <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm always thinking about how to do something with something else. But with messaging, it's like so quick. You can get, you I'm can tell the rings. Yeah, I don't answer it. If I don't know that, if, if I don't recognize the number, I will not answer it. And the only person who's ringing me now is 0 02 to tell me that my contract's up and would I like to buy a new phone. Even though they're sending other messages messages about um, try not to ring us, try not to clog up the phone lines because we' you know we're trying to keep them open for anyone who's going through issues with the COVID 19 and really needs to get in touch with us. but then again they're ringing me all the time just to Wait. you know renew my contract. It's like stop mm.
1: clogging up the phone lines because <laughs> yeah. we're busy trying to call Stephen exactly. Johnson and trying to get him to buy a new phone.
0: I don't want to buy any phone. I'm, I'm done for a while. Um, so lockdown life, we need to talk about that because it's been two weeks, Justin and Ashley. I want to talk about what's going on with you because I know without you, Ash, um, a few weeks ago on a live chat, you mentioned that you got the symptoms. I always want to say the Simpsons.
2: But, yeah, I had the Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> um, How that, that
0: go? It's, Not it very feels well. Like a long time ago now. It feels like it was
2: mm-hmm. right at this. I think it was at the just at the start of people being told to stay at home, like literally the first week of it. Wow, I
1: don't know a few people got um, it around then.
0: Really? Yeah, yeah. Until yeah. I can
2: take one of these antibody tests, I won't know whether it was the uh, the real McCoy yeah. or just something similar.
0: Yeah. It's, it's it's weird. Lynn's got it as well, and well, she thinks yeah. Then we can't be sure, but um, you know she needs to get a test, which she should be able to get a test. I won't go into that. But um, yeah. So that was about eight weeks ago, wasn't it? Something like that. It's
2: a long, yeah. long time man.
0: Yeah, it just feels odd that we've been in this odd lock time, lock lockdown era for like that amount of time, and then we've got that weird message yesterday. I don't know if anyone watched the conference yesterday. I dipped in, and it was something about like if you go into a garden with six friends and you've got a, a chicken in one hand and a, a copy of uh, The Goonies on Blu-ray in one other hand, and you think. Amazing forts, then you can talk to your friends and family. It was some weird I don't really get it. We're getting so many rules now that it's getting confusing that you can go into gardens with six other people, but not seven. <laughs> like, oh <laughs> it's really confusing. No, you but, I, I,
1: it, but you just gotta stay away from them.
0: You gotta stay away from people, yeah. But you can go meet so it's there's still social distancing for the two meters, but you got to, but you can meet with people six people.
1: Yeah.
2: Apparently. So you only have to distance if they're not from your household, I think. So if you're a family, if you're a family of four, then you can meet up with two extra people as long as those two people are uh, two meters away from you.
0: Get so two away. Meters away
2: from each other if they're from a different household from it's, each other. It, it's bizarre.
0: Because I I walked by yours the other day, Justin. and I was going to knock on the window, and I thought, Oh God, what will what will happen? <laughs> Will they open the door? Will it just hold for the window or what? I don't know. It what felt were you doing like I was gonna break here? the door. I was going for a, for a walk. Good. It's a nice area. <laughs> yeah. It's com- it was completely dead round yours.
1: The Normally they don't let people like you around here, but
0: okay. <laughs> um, uh, go on. No, Obviously, no,
1: I- I'm still stuck indoors. I haven't yeah. really been outside for the past
0: ten weeks. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Even with these rules, I'm still staying indoors. I'm not gonna do all. I'm gonna not gonna try and calculate if I can meet my family and all that stuff. I'm just gonna be like, no. Like my sister had a baby the other day. We've got a new nephew, and I'm not. I'm choosing not to go near or anything like that um, until this kind of blows over. You know, I other people can't do that. It's, you know, I get that with other jobs and um, and the. You Really need to see the family, but I'm not going to take that risk until this is, you know, until it see, it feels safer. Until until at least you go, you see the House of Commons full. <laughs> then I'd be like, okay, maybe they think it's safe now. <laughs> all right, it's still not, that might not be ringing in couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you know, you never know. Or as soon as you see all the schools in Liverpool full, that won't be it, the next couple of weeks.
1: No, it won't be, and they're mm. not going back, which is really means that. Uh, lockdown just continues and it's the same every single day and it just goes on and on and on yippee
0: yeah <laughs> you sent me a picture yesterday if you don't mind me uh telling ash and the rest of the world uh i think i was i, I tried to get you onto some um what was it i was trying to get you on to oh it was an open source virtual uh modular synthesizer that on on the stream the other day uh, someone joined called uh paul and thanks for this paul because it's amazing and it's it, it's fantastic because I, I always want, wanted to get into modular synthesis you know the little units you can buy and really expensive though stupidly expensive hobby but this is free and open source uh, all software and i just sent you a link and you just sent me a picture of you and your kids and went no this is me nine till nine every day since march the 23rd and I yeah. thought, oh, oh it God. is but I'm, I'm still out I'm still going to continue. Well, let's still go on with my ongoing journey to try and get you back into uh, making music. So it's still going to get me prompting you every day.
1: I mean, I would, I, I would like to, but yeah. it's I mean, at the moment it's a <laughs> yeah. complete sacrifice because you know I'm not joking that you don't have any time to
0: yourself. No, I'm guessing um, you don't have any kids, Ash, like me. Not that I know of. <laughs> so, I'll say you want some.
1: Yeah, uh, no, that's harsh. Yeah, I won't give them to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, they're all uh, they're all right. And stuff. Yeah, but course. no, they don't they don't allow you. You know, we talked about headspace. We don't they don't allow you that headspace to kind of do anything. Yeah, that isn't particularly focused on them and they lose interest like that. Yeah. You you don't involve them really specifically. I mean, I went upstairs and uh, switched everything on, invited one of them up. Hey, let's sit down and see what we can do. Um, And just kind of noodling around and what have you, but it just got bored instantly. Really? Wasn't involved.
0: Oh. I was but, I was just thinking then though, when you know, I don't know about you, I'm just saying with myself really. But when I was a kid, I had phases where I was into like, oh, a certain cartoon, and like even like I said, got like a Thundercats around me because that's a, an adult nostalgia thing. But I realized after re-watching like a lot of the Thundercats cartoons that I probably only saw about nine episodes when I was a kid, and there's like 60. And I must have been, like, a phase I was in for about two weeks or something like that. And, but There's the
1: episodes of Thundercats.
0: Yeah, more. Uh, yeah.
1: Are they all, they're all the same, sure there's, about, about
0: there's about 20 other characters you don't know, honestly. There's 20 other... If you look at the toy range of the Thundercats, there's so many of them. And I'm like, I don't even know them. And I'm an adult, mm-hmm. you know. Well, I still want them. But um, it just made me think, like, when we're kids... We go through phases that we feel like a massive, big changes in our lives, but they only last like a couple of weeks because the time is like, you know, it's obviously relative. So when we're older, time goes a lot quicker. You know, it's Christmas again. Oh my god, I can't believe it. Tesco are putting Christmas cards out, but when you're a kid, it's like everything feels like so elongated. Like yeah, say,
1: days a year.
0: Yeah. So yeah, for your no kids,
1: concept of time.
0: Exactly. So they're when they get into something, they feel like they've been into that for years. And now they're and then they're like, you know what, I've I've been into this for ages, Dad, I'm I'm done with it. And you're like, it's been 10 minutes. But for them, it's been like a year, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've had, what well, throughout this, Avengers, that's been a thing. Oh, wow. Star Wars, that's been a big thing.
0: Well, that's a good uh, thing, because you can enjoy them. Do you enjoy that with them?
1: Well, no, because I had to watch Phantom Menace yesterday.
0: Oh, that's a generational shift. That's one, Ash, uh, being a 26-year-old. Do you like the Star Wars prequels?
2: Um, I I will admit to not being the biggest Star Wars fan in general. In
0: general, yeah.
2: Okay. Um, I remember seeing. Well, I remember going to see the Phantom Menace at the cinema with my uncle when I was uh, quite a young lad. Um, didn't leave an impression on me, so I haven't watched him since. Because <laughs> it's
0: it's a weird thing now because generations have come up where they really like those movies, and they're like what, and then he and I don't, I don't think it was right with you, because Justin, because I think they like the r- original movies, don't they? Your kids, well, he, one of your kids likes the original movies as well.
1: Well, they, they like all nine.
0: Oh, really? Because I know yeah. people who don't like the older one because it looks old, but they like the prequels because the you know new and fancy, and they like the love story and the action and all that stuff and the new stuff. No, no, they-
1: I, I mean, he was watching Phantom Menace yesterday and whatever. It's not the greatest. And you don't know disappointment when you're sat there watching your son <laughs> laughing.
0: Oh at no, Binks. not a George Jar Binks.
1: At <laughs> He's so funny. It's like, oh, disappointment.
0: It is the, uh, what are the, what are the little bears called? I'm having streamitis, um, of the original series. Ewoks. Ewoks. Yeah. Uh, it's the Ewoks of that generation though, isn't it? You know, we were, we were like that. Was wrong, that's why we were like that. We were too, we were probably too old when the original Star Wars came out, anyway. When we were well, too young, I don't know, 80. too young. I wasn't even born. Well, you know what <laughs> I mean? To, to actually appreciate them later on, pretty, I, I mean, I, I, remember, I
1: remember like watching Star Wars one yeah. Christmas, I think it was. Um, the one with Ewoks in,
0: you, yeah. I remember, I remember no, I remember it. I remember my dad getting me. I think I told you before when I stayed over at my nans and um, he, to, he came over and said uh, you're gonna have to stay at your nans another week. I think uh, when my sister was born, I was like, "All right, then." I was a bit sad, I couldn't come home. I went, but I've got you two Star Wars figures, and I was like, oh, "What?" And he got me uh, Darth Vader and an Ewok, um, to play with while I was at my nans. The worst, like those characters, never meet, never see each other at all. What can you do That's with them?
2: The, the purest representation <laughs> of, of good and evil. <laughs> yes, yeah, Like, Darth is that big, and he's like this big. Uh, yeah, but remember, they like...
1: did bring down a Galactic Empire.
0: Yeah, they did, yeah. Yeah, fortunately. Um, should we segue on to some music then? So, uh, Ashley of Endling. That sounds like you're a knight. <laughs> Ashley <Yeah>. of Endling. <laughs> Endling is my house. Endling. Um, so... Music growing up, I want to get into like what you listened to when you were growing up. Like what got you into music? What can your earliest memories of kind of loving music? We went wow, and you kept kind of repeating, repeat listening?
2: So my um, my dad is a drummer. Oh wow! I oh, you so mentioned he, him. He's been in like cover bands for essentially well longer than longer than I've been alive. Um, so I, I would go to his. Uh, rehearsals and and also his gigs when i was a bit older um so that was generally sort of 70s rock cool um i remember liking it enough but i wasn't quite into so his, his favorite band is rush mm-hmm. and i i don't care for prog rock really in general because I, I don't care for things that are technically proficient. I'd rather it emotionally resonate with me than than be like, oh, he's playing that instrument very well.
0: I think you're in good company, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I get that. I feel didn't bad I... saying that though. You know about didn't
1: the uh, drummer from Rush die recently? Yeah,
0: Neil Peart. Yeah, I watched a documentary about them recently, and I a great group of people. And they've got a couple of songs where I feel like, oh, I can listen to those. But I know this is gonna offend everyone. And I'm I'm kinda of with you, Ashley. Like I don't I don't get anything emotionally from it. I feel like it's calculator rock. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's been it's and it sounds it always sounds wow, that's amazing. And it's kind of overwhelming for what they do. And I feel like I could never do what they do. But I don't know if I'd want to either. You know, I'd never i would never sat think there Stuff
2: meant... like um, Math Rock sort of straddles the line a bit better because yeah. although it's very, it's very, um, you know, the, the time signatures and everything are, are mind-boggling, but there's also enough to it where you can actually, you know, it actually sort of strikes a chord with you more than more than prog yeah. rock, rock does.
0: Yeah, I'm probably, I'm probably a little bit more the same in Math Rock because I always have this argument, if I go and see a band, and I enjoy the performance, but I wouldn't listen to on its own. It probably is more aligned with like math rock and prog rock. I get that with math rock where I'll enjoy the performance and think, wow, these are great. And it could be Juneful. But when I get home, I can't, I don't listen to it. I, I don't know. It's just, I mean, this is personal preference. Something like, but as, as you said before, it doesn't emotionally resonate with me. I need something to kind of just hit me. And I don't get that from prog or uh, math rock really. But, I, yeah, I think I've always kind of lumped them in together. I don't know why, but I, yeah, they are completely two different genres. Math Rock's like kind of a, more of a pop version of Prog Rock, if you will. Do you, what, what do you think about that, Justin? Are you, you you Prog Rock, Math Rock fan? I think we've mentioned it before.
1: Uh, I enjoyed playing with Math Rock bands, and I agree with you when it comes to um, watching them live. Yeah. Um, you know, it's great the energy that can be created from how they how they're playing and what they're playing is pretty cool and it's pretty special to be in that room with um, with them. Would I generally listen to them at home? Uh, not really. No. You know, it's not a type of thing that I'm kind of into. But again, you could probably say the same about yeah. loads of people. I mean. I don't particularly listen to Britney Spears at home, mm. but I imagine maybe being at a Britney Spears concert concert is a, a pretty special.
0: It's a good point. Experience. Yeah, you can enjoy it. Yeah, you know. I will say about math rock though, and even prog rock, because I we listened to quite a bit of prog rock when I was doing some research for 1984 stuff, and I was listening to a lot of Rick Wakeman, and kind of. I know, I
1: know him from Countdown.
0: Is he on? He's not on Countdown. No, he's he, on, used
1: be, he used to be um, in Dictionary Corner. He used Rick to be, Wakeman.
0: Did he have a you, synthesizer with him or a keyboard? Or? I, I don't remember.
1: But no, the, I mean, this is going back to early 2000 kind of time. Wow. But I do remember him being on it <laughs> frequently. Well, both, Why, what, a, what else does he do?
0: He, <laughs> <laughs> he's an amazing musician. Like, he's played with David Bowie. And or people like that. It's really great uh, pianist and guy and kind of synthesizer. But he did a lot of prog rock. He was with the band Yes. And I'm not, again. I'm like I, I listen to this stuff just to kind of get the history because I want to appreciate appreciate where these people have been and the places they are in history. But I can never appreciate in the, in the way of like oh I'll sit down with some headphones and just like chill out to it or whatever or you know or just proper invest in listening to and. A lot of the time, like even when I'm talking about it now, I think, is this the same way I am with classical music where I don't give it a proper chance? And I like classical music, but you know, you sound like Ricky Gervais when you say that, or like the best of Beethoven or whatever, you know? And you know you'd like it, it's just devoting time to it. So maybe that is the same with prog and math. It's like if you devoted a lot more time to appreciate it on a different level, because maybe you can appreciate music on a on different levels rather than just an emotional investment.
1: But you could say that about anything.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah.
1: But, you know, maybe movies. The, yeah. You know, back catalogue of Lady Gaga. Yeah. Is actually really good, and you just need to devote more time to it.
0: I did skim through the new album today, by the way. <laughs> I went. I'm going to have a skim through it and see what it's like. And that is just...
1: no dying. Yeah. Dive deep oh, into properly it. right. I'm
0: going to make a cake, Lady Gaga. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to make a cup of tea, and I'm going to turn get zen. the
1: lights off.
0: Turn the lights off. Headphones on and just shut your eyes. That's what she wants. That she wants that. She wants us to get out by the record.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I actually quite like the idea of that, of listening in, you know, albums coming with listening uh, instructions.
0: That's a brilliant idea. I know Um, that
1: Kid A did. Oh, yeah, there we go. Radiohead. Yeah. um, Did to... um, a certain extent where he so they sort of said that it was music to walk to. Oh, I like should, that. should only be listened to whilst you're walking around.
0: Uh, pulp, this is hardcore. I thought you were, it might have mentioned that one. And um, they said, uh, uh, put it as loud as possible or something like that on the, on the back of the CD. So, again, I like that. So, Ashley, getting back to your you listening. You're growing up. You 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 are hearing a lot of prog and seventies uh, rock music. What is it like that sticks at that point?
2: Um, I remember really. So um, his bands did a cover of Ah. Um, uh, I'm gonna have to wait for this to come back to me.
0: Name name something around it. We can try and guess over there we well, a QP View's jumped in. I say hi. Least, and,
2: I'm gonna have to Google it now. Uh
0: while you're doing that, so QP View says, Yeah, it's if it's like if it's on stage, but don't play at home. Yeah.
2: Um, you ain't seen nothing yet. Oh, uh, by uh, over Backman Backman, Turner yep. Overdrive.
0: I never say that, yeah. That's a great tune.
2: Yeah, that one, that one I really like that one is it? as a kid watching him play that. Um, however my, my taste at the time didn't really um, draw from that pool of, of music. So my first iPod would have been filled with with stuff like Papa Roach and Three Days Grace and wow. uh, all the good stuff. <laughs> um, I wasn't even particularly angsty. It, it no. was, uh, Do you feel at that time went.
0: that was the music being saved to you? and somehow how did it get to you like papa roach i remember one song from them that's it no
2: idea yeah i i can't even say where that comes from because it wasn't it wasn't like it was um what everyone listened to no around me but, you know but i guess some people did but um it didn't last long anyway
0: and from there what did you get into it was there must have been like for most of us There's like one artist or band you get to and you go wow it, it kind of changes your life
2: yeah, so the the first band that did that for me was um editors um and a lot of what i've done since then stems from that even though i haven't paid attention to them for about 10 years wow um i joined a, a fan forum it was an official fan forum Oh, cool and um I met a bunch of people on there that sort of that was how I ended up developing my um my tastes and my sensibilities around music um that was where I met um Steve Williams really from the editors oh wow Steve Williams yeah. we both know Justin
0: as well you know that's Steve Williams
1: yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, I was just
0: waiting for. Um, like, yeah, yeah, I was waiting for like a look of oh yeah, that just like a, a single. Layer. Um, so editors at that time. So that I remember the first album that I got into that album I thought it was great, and don't remember anything past them. Maybe a couple of singles, smokers outside of the hospital and things like that. But that first album was great. Music forums back then because they don't really exist anymore, do they? Or they probably do, but they're on Reddit. <laughs> Reddit's probably took over.
2: Yeah, I can't imagine there's many thriving um, forums now.
0: Actually, yeah.
2: I was even part in of... general.
0: No, not even... Yeah. I, mean, I was part of the Radiohead one. Were you, Justin? It was a, radio... a green plastic, I think it was. No. No, that was back in the day. And we had one uh, for our first band, Minion TV, which did... All right. It was fine, wasn't it? it, it, it we kind of had it while we were both working in Sony. <laughs> and everyone out of Sony kind of joined it, which was quite nice. But then, um, then Facebook came about and um, ruined music forums forever. Or, I don't know, or better them. I don't know. But to get the communities not for both sides there. Okay, so you were editors. You met Steve Williams. Um, is that where you created your your own website after that or was it a while after that
2: no so that that came a while after um so the uh, uh, the editors forum would have been about 2008 2009 because it was about the same time as they released their third album which was their um mandatory synth uh yeah which actually is not too bad i prefer it to a lot of what came afterwards um (laughs) But it was where I started making music because of a couple of people that I met there. Ah, uh, okay. Because well. so I thought so you then, got
0: yeah gone. I thought you got into making music afterwards, after the forum. So it was beforehand. I didn't know you were actually making music then.
2: Yeah, well, so it was basically. I was more interested in the. There was a section of the forum where people would just sort of share other music, because obviously there was an overlap um and so there would be discussions about other music there mm. um there was a a guy from Australia called uh, called Richard Salis um who was posting his own music and um I thought it was really good and I can't remember how the conversation came about but between me him and uh, another chap from I think West Virginia uh called um James Addison um we decided to have some sort of uh multinational e-collaboration going on yeah um huh. so we we actually made an album in well we would have started it in about 2012 and i think we released it in 2015
0: were so you released what did you release it under what was the name
2: uh civic park but it's civic spelled, park. The, the civic had a k and the park had a c
0: is that still available to this day? Is it on all the stream services uh, and Bandcamp? Yeah. And...
2: It's on Bandcamp. I'm not sure about any other platforms, but it's on Bandcamp.
0: Wow. So you just made that one album with this guy, and is that it? And then you kind of parted ways after that?
2: Yeah. I mean, it's the only thing we released. We, we we would make songs together and sort of collaborate on songs around, you know, before and after, but they never sort of saw the light of day. Um. But that, that was basically the the start of me making making my own music. Online as well? Like, you, Did you ever meet this guy in real life? No, I haven't met Richard, but I, I did meet James. But it was just sort of a, a chance thing because I was traveling back from Europe mm-hmm. and I was going through London. He was in London as well. And we were close enough that we just sort of uh, met up and had, um, had dinner together. And then, and then that was it. Wow. Um, but um, I'm sure once once we're allowed to leave our houses, we yeah, um, probably meet up. It might be on the cards down the line. It's
0: interesting that because I'm just thinking about how we years ago used to meet up as musicians. I used to put ads in on the, um online and go meet people. And I actually did that thing where. I'll hold up today's newspaper. <laughs> kind of thing. I'll be holding a newspaper at the train station. I did that once to kind of meet someone. But now you can just it's so easy with the internet and phones and things. Like you can see who
2: you're meeting before you meet them.
0: Yeah, exactly. You won't you won't feel like you're gonna get murdered or something. Did you ever do that, Justin? Did you ever meet anyone? I Go to a anyone.
2: Uh,
0: <laughs> Yeah, you. <laughs> we our one was different because we got introduced by a friend. I always, I always tell the story, so we'll go into it because you probably don't you hate me talking about that story. Uh,
1: no, I hate you, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, yeah, well, I got introduced to you, um, and I thought you were weird, and um, and I outed you. I said, What's wrong? What's wrong with you? Why are you being weird with me? And you're like, What? And you look, you look a bit shook, and I felt like I think from there we kind of just like got off, and then we went. I think I just remember meeting at Kelly's and just getting drunk, talking about Bill Cosby and Ghost Dad. And that's And then we wrote together. That's we wrote some music together. But did you ever ever meet anyone by like, sending an ad out or anything?
1: Yeah, it meant tons of people. I think anyone who's ever tried to play in a band that is outside of maybe people in your class at uh, high yeah. school. Did, well, you did you ever, ever have to? Outreach. well did you
0: ever put the the stalk messages out? You know, I don't mean sending out. I think yeah, stalk to get babies. Tear yeah, the piece out did you do yeah. that, Ashley? I suppose you never did that. You never have done that. Isn't that strange? Yeah. That's like maybe that's a thing of the past now, where you would get it those is. in um, guitar shops and things. It
1: is, and I'm I've got no nostalgic like. <laughs> oh, God, I have a little bit, although to do that, but.
0: It, it does feel weird that you would now, because of privacy and everything, because so, we're so conscious of privacy, that years ago we used to put our phone number or our email address on these separate bits of pe- paper that people can rip off and telling everyone we've got loads of instruments. You know, no, Now you'd be no. like, hmm, maybe no, don't do that.
1: I think nowadays there's a lot more chance of there being successful partnerships, whatever, um, than there was back in the day when... Mm you're just basically tearing off a piece of paper and the only thing you know is yeah, they're true. looking for somebody that, uh, whatever, a guitarist or something, mm. and they like these bands. That's on,
0: You're onto something there. You can get onto the people's personalities before you invest in kind of like, oh, let's get together. Because there, there were some musicians, and sorry if you're out there, who I did meet up and we just didn't gel. Or I didn't like their vo- I was always like, I don't like your voice. And <laughs> I to no, tell them because the like case. you've got to say, yeah, you've got to say. But I um... mean, to be
1: honest, I can see a lot of things happening these days through collaboration. Um yeah. like new bands forming because hey, I saw you I don't know, during lockdown playing guitar and singing. I really like your voice. I play guitar too. Do you want to do something? I know a drummer you know we could do something with that i can actually see that forming more creative um and successful projects or however you want to call it groups bands than maybe the old version which yeah. had a lot more of a you know you failed more times than you succeed it's
0: more efficient isn't it? It's more efficient. And talking about collaborations, um, and 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 also, actually, we're, we're completely pausing through your story, and because this is the first time we've ever had a guest on, so we are just go, you know, playing it by ear. Um, but talking about collaborations, I found this this morning. It's a Facebook's new um, collab thing. I don't know if you've seen this. Nope. So basically, it's a new app, and I'll play the video, and I think you swipe to find out. I'm want to play. Swipe to find out a part you can play along with, and you film yourself, I think, and you play something along with somebody else. Well, I think it's quite interesting, isn't it? Like, the idea, obviously, these are all, like, really swish videos with the great lighting and all. It's not going to look like this when you get the app. It's going to look terrible. But I love the idea of, like, you know, if you hear someone playing some music, you're like, oh hit some pans or whatever, play whistle, just to play along with them and keep this thing going. Um, it's only available in the in the US at the moment. Um, I tried to sign up before to get an early look at it. But I thought it was a quite cool way to, to kind of collab with people. And I'm thinking, is this a result of the lockdown? Like all companies now trying to find some way for us all to kind of join up together? Like, Or has this been going for a while? You know, it seems like a quick idea put together. That's but, a
1: I... nice way of putting it. But I imagine it's <laughs> also a sinister side, which is... How can we, I don't know, get some money out of this? How can we sell some things to you? And I, I wouldn't put it, how can we invade someone's privacy? Probably in the se- in the way of um, Facebook's concern.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I'm,
1: like it. I think as a tool, it could be good, but...
0: Yeah, I'm not as cynical and... Um... I, 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 I That's why I need your perspective on this, I suppose, because you go the other way and you fill in that gap. I haven't got. I'm just like a small child who was just really curious about new technology and the way it's being used. And I see this and go, "That's really cool." I like the idea that I, I didn't even have to talk to these people because you know the introvert thing pops in. But well, I can play music with people. I can actually just like pick up a like a pen and start. You know, pl- I, I suppose like where there's. Where, where's the quality control, I suppose? If I play, so if I take, if I, you know, film in my room, put all perfect lighting and everything like that, and I'm playing the piano or something like that, made a great piece of music I wanted people to play on, and then someone just comes along and starts tapping a, a cup. Are you able to say, actually, you don't make the cut? <laughs> Does it then become like the X Factor on the collab tool? Yeah, uh, essentially. I kind of yeah. like that, though. I, 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 there's something quite cool it, it becomes its own kind of meta thing, you know? yeah
2: i, uh, I mean I, i'm not sure how high the ceiling is yeah we, we, <laughs> what do you mean like would you use this no no there's only i mean there's only so much you can do with it from yeah. what it looks like and it's going to be simple i mean there's, there's is there going to be like content id type stuff going on where you can't do covers and it has to be original
0: oh 100 uh, percent 100%. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. That's really true. Uh, can I, if I start playing Day Tripper or something like that on the guitar, and, and no oh one's going to be allowed.
1: He'll come round and. <laughs> <laughs> he does.
0: He does. And, and he sounds all the time. Yeah, he two me- does. Two meters apart, though. Yeah, he's outside. So stop playing my track.
1: You know, I mean, there's also, all right, you play something original. Do you yeah. fe- Facebook will now own
0: it? That's a good point. You know, there could be that's ownership. a good point. It's like, like that. that new PlayStation, uh, well, it's not new, it's been on it for a while, you know, Dreams. It's yeah. a, basically, uh, if you're not aware of what it is, it's basically a game where you can create other games or worlds or scenarios within it. So everyone's, like, creating other games. Someone created, recreated a Shrek game within it. I don't know why. You've got a lot of spare time. But somebody did a um, Dominic Cummings driving game, driving to the Castle. And then you get there and then it says, your eyesight is fine. And I thought that was quite interesting. But do Dreams or or PlayStation, Sony own what you make within that game? Probably. And it makes me think, well, all that time spent coding a game within the game could have been spent in real life coding actual games. But again, you could utilize what you can do in Dreams, what you can utilize what you do in this collab tool to kind of give yourself a little bit of popularity and then, you can use that later on to do something else, maybe.
2: Could the, be. The, I could see like members of a band doing this in in lieu of performances. Yeah, definitely. And they could actually, like record. It. But again, it comes down to copyright and stuff, and whether they'd be allowed to, to play their own song. <laughs> I, I could see that being a good side to it.
0: I, I could see it. If, you, if you'd if be lazy with it, I can, I can imagine if you were just swiping along and went, oh, I'll just record me tapping on the desk or something. Oh, you've got an instrument there. Just as like a quick kind of – a quick. I don't think I'd put a load of time in it. I'm not, that's what I'm trying to say. Because especially with these rules, if you th- if someone else owns it or there's copyright issues and you're thinking, well, what's the point? It's not even going to get through all these filters. I think it's um, a
1: bit of fun. Yeah, that's what I'm people.
0: saying. I think it's a bit of musical fun. And, it, you know, last time on the podcast, we were talking about uh, instruments on the Nintendo Switch. And oh, yeah. one of the most basic ones was like just a piano roll. And I think, whereas that is kind of that's going to teach you more about rhythm and music than just giving you a little piano and telling you to, how to play Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, you know, because you're playing with other people. And you get to know what they're doing. I think interesting. Me, again, I'm curious about it. Um, I tried to sign up. It's not available in the UK, annoyingly. I don't know why. Um, we've got, oh, Sam says, Jam Kazam is like that. I don't even know what that is. I'll have to look that up. But um, yeah, Jam there's all the tools. But uh, yeah, I, Facebook will probably give you this for free, but it'll be advertised or something like that. You have advertisements on it. I agree. There's going to be no, some way no, they're going to no, make it's... money.
1: I still believe that people have got to get together. Um, Mm. You know, bands and music, you know, from a band perspective, a group of people, is it better? um, Does it work? They're not all just getting a group of session musicians into a Mm. room and getting them to play, or does it work better when they are?
0: When they know each other.
1: Yeah, they've known each other. I think, well, session
0: and... musicians have been a thing for years. I mean, I've been reading a lot of about like how David Bowie put his albums together, and each one he kind of reinvented himself with a new set of session musicians, not because he was bored of them, because he was going to a new style. So he was going from like the Diamond Dogs kind of rock and then went into uh, the soul stuff of like young Americans. And So he needed completely different people who he didn't know and weren't part of his lifestyle or whatever. So yeah. I suppose that kind of it makes sense you can kind of play with who you want and still he's an artist though. Oh, yeah, well, and so <laughs> we all are. So we all are, you know? Are you can do that. I,
1: don't know. We have
0: a... <laughs> <laughs> um, I definitely think we're all artists.
1: But no, I I get Bowie. I mean, yeah. the band isn't called David Bowie. No. You know, he's there. I mean, Prince, bon- you know, Bon Jovi. I was yeah. going to
2: say Bon Jovi. Why is it that Bon Jovi comes now? <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's confusing. Yeah.
2: Well, yeah. But then you've got bands like Interpol where obviously Paul Banks is the is the famous one and he's the one that everyone knows his name. But when their bassist left, they oh, yeah, were a completely 100%. different band.
0: Their first album was amazing. And then the second album was like half amazing. This is my opinion, obviously. And I think it was probably because the bassist left. Is that right? Then is that why? I think the basis some, left subjectively... after the second album. Oh, after That's the second right. album,
2: yeah.
0: I I stopped listening after the second album. I think again, like yeah, they're probably still good. I don't know.
2: They've had they've had some 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 good stuff afterwards, but it was it was it was very noticeable. That's
0: the mm. thing. Yeah, mm. I I think you can find a band online. Is that you're not, you're not saying that are you're just you're not saying that you couldn't find people online to play with and com- completely create a band online because because uh no. Sam yeah, just uh, that I started my band in lockdown Sam says
1: yeah you you, you can do that i uh, I think you know it, it... what I'm saying is that I don't think well maybe you could I don't want to put absolutes on things um but like You know, from these... I'm talking more about um, Facebook tool there. Yeah. You know, than anything else. In just, like, trying to create music of, I've got this good song, and then expecting other artists to come along and put drums behind it and bass behind it. It's not just as simple
2: as putting together parts just independently. Yeah. Yeah. There's no... There's no soul... There's nothing... There's no sinew to... No together. soul. Yeah.
0: There's no vision as well. You can't. I, I don't think I could make a song or anything in that tool and say this is what we wanted to create and this is an album we've put out. I wouldn't feel good putting that out as an album because there's no vision from it. That's
2: not what it's
0: for, though, is it? Yeah, it's not. It's 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 literally just it is fun. It's fun, it's a fun musical tool that to kind of oh, I'll just play around with this. In the same way I see TikTok as a fun. Social networking site that everyone hates, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's just fun. For twelve-year-olds, for twelve-year-olds. Hey, are there are older people getting on there now, you know, sixty. You know, Um so <laughs> so at this point, then Ash, let's get back to your story. Uh, you you've just put an album out um, online, collaborated online, and what what happens next?
2: Um. So the the website that I had noted music uh review web well, more than a review website it was sort of reviews think pieces um um sort of a, an aggregate of music that we'd found and sort of sharing sharing music the idea was that it was um going to be beneficial to up-and-coming artists and you know bands and musicians who weren't going to get exposure otherwise or might get overlooked by by the bigger publications but we also wanted to be more than mm. more than just a, a blog. We, that was a, a dirty word for us, blog. Um, <laughs> we, be, we, was a, we were, we were a, a website, a publication. We weren't a blog.
0: So um, was, was, that, was it run by you and a couple of other people or just yourself? Or?
2: So it was, it was run by me and one other person who um, I actually met on a uh, a wrestling slash graphic design forum. Wrestling, Yeah yeah (laughs) obviously have a big overlap (laughs) brilliant um and um so we were involved in like a a graphic design league where there'd be like competitions between people they'd have a brief and they've designed the same brief and and, you know you'd go up and down the rankings uh we discovered that we had perhaps not an overlap of taste but an overlap of approach um and so it just came about that we were going to work on this um Work on this website. Yeah, um, transpired that we, we we managed to have a, a big enough time of it that we we could have freelance writers um, on the site. So we had a writer writers from America, Australia, um, New Zealand, all over the place that were that were contributing to the website. How
0: did you get them to contribute? I mean, like, how did you get in touch with these people? Did you put adverts out or?
2: Uh, we we f- would find them and, and approach them. So a couple of them were from um, Sputnik.
0: Ah, okay. Hmm.
2: Perhaps not all of them, but a lot of them were from Sputnik. We just sort yeah. of approached them. Because obviously Sputnik is just user-generated content. So it, it didn't feel like we were approaching them because we were just being like, well, do you want to you publish your reviews on, on our website sort of thing?
0: Brilliant. Uh, so at that of- point... Sorry, I was going to say, uh, so th- this will be really helpful for other DIY musicians out there. And I always ask you this on the stream, when people like, turn up and ask, how do I get my music reviewed and things like that? And obviously, I've done videos on that, but it's obviously great to ask someone who had a website who were taking the reviews. Like, how did that whole process go? Did you start getting loads of emails in from, you know, artists at, uh, asking for reviews, or were you hunting them down?
2: Yeah, so we, we received a fair amount, but it never was overwhelming really so it wasn't like it wasn't like we were getting inundated and 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 stuff like that however you, we got enough that i just felt really sour about um press releases and and you know blanket emails i would yeah. still check the music out if, if it was something that it seemed like it might interest me but i much preferred just a personal email yeah which they, how they discovered the website and you know they obviously they understand that the website might be a good fit and stuff like that that they always meant more i was I was almost always inclined to listen to that music than you know more than i would be something that has come out from a label and they've you know just it's, sent me their pretty email
0: it's really simple isn't it like that is the that's the answer just be human and try and give something even if it's something small, of like I read your website, I know your name. Uh, it's it, There's a trade-off. What this is, like, I, this is what I can do for you. If you can do that kind of thing, rather than just copy-paste emails where they don't even say your name at the top, they're the ones that just go straight in the bin or something. And I'm sorry if you know, because I still get them, and it's just like uh, you're just on these endless lists now, and it's just uh, at the same time. Can, I don't do mind something.
2: too much. I don't. Think it should be expected that you have to type up a personal email to every single <clears throat> place that you approach because it's mm. I think then it would become you know like you're sending out cover letters and and job applications yeah. and, stuff, and then yeah. it's just, and then it's not fun anymore. So I don't think it's a problem to receive something where necessarily like you know if they've just like replaced the the publication name as yeah. long as the rest of the email is still like personable and not just sort of this manufactured you can you can um, tell yeah press junk it then then it's still okay i think it's fine yeah. to, to
0: and it's to aimed it's aimed at what you are, actually want as well you know if it's like something that you don't cover genre wise then you just feel a bit why why are you sending me that it's a waste you know it's gonna be
2: like requests for track reviews or something but no one's they haven't gone on the website and looked and see we don't we've never done a track review so
0: <laughs> yeah that's Even always a jump. We oh, we've got a message from uh, Barry. Sorry, guys, I'm a bit late because we had visits outside. Uh, now the lockdown has been eased. Oh God, so we're gonna get that a lot that's now. Until <laughs>
2: Monday, Barry. You've got to wait until Monday. <laughs>
0: it's in Scotland, isn't it? So this is oh, a yeah. this is a bit difference, I think uh, I'm not quite sure. Wow. Uh, so okay, from there then, how do you get to Endling? I'm um, a bit of a jump. Just um,
2: I just carried on. I've, uh, it's just something that I've, I dabbled in, and then I think it was when I I moved out of my parents' home in August, um, and I think that was what gave me the the kick to say, you know, I've always wanted to to release my own album. Now I've got the chance. I've got the the added independence, and and you know, my Great. my time is my time now. Um, and that sort of was what spurred me to actually see it to, uh, completion.
0: What is your kind of writing process then? Do you, I, so after this website, you kind of like, let this go. Did you just put all your time into the, to just do music then that was, that was your new musical focus and you could sit home and write music or did you think, Oh, I'm going to get in a band or something like that. Did you just feel like I'm just going to do what I was doing before and get collaborations or just just on your own?
2: so once once it was apparent that the website was was no longer tenable and we weren't going to be you know actively working on it um i still would write reviews every now and then but only if something inspired me to mm. whether whether positively or negatively <laughs> um and it's it's nice to sort of dust off the keyboard every now and then and write a review because that is something I really enjoy doing um but yeah it was sort of a mixture of that and making the music um I haven't written a review in a in a, in a long while now because I've been focused on producing the music um but now now that I've I feel like I can take a, a decent break now that I've got something that's finished and I might yeah. uh, do a bit of writing in the meantime um before I get back into the actual creating process.
0: So let's talk about the album then, because there's a million questions I can ask about, you know, you've got a full album and you, you saying you take a break and that's a weird one for me because I always feel like if you take a break, you'll forget the whole process and you'll, it'll be hard to get back in. But let's talk about the album itself then. So when did you start putting this together?
2: Um, So the, the oldest, track on the album I would have started in 2017
0: oh wow okay um,
2: the and the newest track on the album I think I might have actually started in like March I, I think you a make- the
0: minority of bringing an album out uh, in lockdown time that wasn't created in lockdown because <laughs> every other release I've seen is being created like over these last couple of months it goes back as far as 2017. So what is your process like? Is it just you at home with this album? It's just on your own, isn't it, completely? And what, what are you using? What tools are you using?
2: So uh, one there's one song that was created in um, Mixcraft.
0: Mixcraft? I don't it's know kind of
2: that. Acoustica, Acoustica Mixcraft. Okay. Um, it's basically, It's essentially just a you know your bog standard audio interface you you know it's got sequencing and then you know midi instruments and stuff
0: okay a bit like garage band a little bit like that maybe
2: yeah like garage band which is what the rest of the album was was made on okay very primitive um you know bass level um doing what doing what i can with what i have
0: brilliant love uh, that
2: because i don't have i don't have the money to to get anything better so, uh, but I quite like working within those parameters because it's nice to see what I can accomplish.
0: With the limitations, with yeah. something
2: that's available to absolutely everyone.
0: Yeah. I love that. Do you use your a Snowball for recording vocals? Yeah. Brilliant. Because anybody else would say, oh, you can't do that. You should be using this. And it's all money. But you're using what you've got. Like, I do the same thing at home. And um, I know um, some, someone actually commented on Video, this and they said they use their snowball to record drums and things like that. And I thought that's just fantastic because that's all you've got. I and mean, they're not trying to, you know, because you're not going to realize what you need until you you know that you need it, you know, you see a comparison. I like that. So my, my, I've
2: made my music videos in iMovie. Yeah. So <laughs> <See>, I, <used, laughs> I started all
0: my DIY videos in iMovie and it got to the point where I couldn't do multiple tracks on top of each other. And I thought, oh, I'm going to have to upgrade to Final Court. And I did. But I wouldn't have done that straight away because I needed to get that journey. You know, you need to be able to look ahead to see what you actually need. GarageBand mm-hmm. is good as well. Like I always forget that that's free with Apple computers. Do you ever use that, Justin? Have you ever used it? Yeah. GarageBand at all. What do you use it for? Have you done it to make music? or? Uh, I used to use it
1: because um, I've had a Mac since. Yeah, way before me. It was Minion TV times, yeah. 2008.
0: Did you record tracks so, on your Mac?
1: Yeah, the, so I just used it for note taking. So before ah. then, they were kind of using—I can't remember the name of it—Free um, Cool, TV
0: cool TV Edit Pro. And, yeah, yes, uh, that I was my favorite ever when it, when I that was the first thing I properly used Cool Edit Pro.
1: So I used GarageBand to replace that when I got. Ah. um kool probably Pro became Sound
0: Forge, by the way. Jane, um, it's not freeing him.
1: Did it evolve well, like a Pokemon? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that kind of thing. Yeah. Um No, uh, GarageBand's pretty good. You know, yeah. we've been talking about oh, use Ableton, that kind it's of true. thing. true. Yeah, we had this discussion you know, last got time. these two sides and these two different views, and I'm like... Again, it's subjective,
0: with, isn't what? it? What, what you like using is what you should use. You know but,
2: uh, I think again, GarageBand is a is a, another dirty word, though. Yeah, people
0: normally jump to GarageBand to say, "Hey, you could do your, your podcast in it. That's totally fine. You should do it." And they talk about like, "You don't need this expensive software." But as soon as you mention, "Well, you're making music, oh, don't use GarageBand," but it's totally fine. It's like it's a tool you've used. You've made an album in it. You know.
2: I think I think initially I didn't realise what the capabilities were because I only knew about like the actual. Um, like the loops and the the you know the all these preset things yeah. um but then when i sort of found out that you can sequence your own stuff and you can use plugins and and you,
0: and there's a version of it on your phone you could do it on your phone can't you with garage band oh, i can't yeah. get on with that yeah <laughs> it's time i had reason on the phone i think i downloaded one of the a version of reason or something on the phone and it was before all the the kind of like it made everything responsive, so it's literally the whole the program lumped on a phone. So you have to like, you know, make, and, and big in everything to kind of get to anything. It was just unusable, but I think it's probably a lot better now.
1: No, I mean I always think like if you're doing the uh, what was it called Pepsi Challenge type what? thing um, of like just doing a blind taste test. Oh, right. Okay. You know, give yeah. someone one that's been recorded using a multimillion dollar suite. Yeah. And you know, uh, no, not sweet program. Um, and then one using GarageBand. then, uh, you can't tell the difference.
0: It's it's strange though. Cause uh, I was talking about this the other day on, on, Tuesday. Um, because I've been going through mixes for like my next release and you know imposter syndrome and all that sets in and the worst thing i did was jump into reference tracks of multi-million dollar studio produced tracks and then comparing them to mine which i'm sitting at home recording through like you know primitive stuff compared to what they've got and you do you do tell you do see a difference i mean a lot of that is probably due to like how bad i am at mixing as well or recording there's a lot of experience
1: mixing, producing, that kind of thing, that is as much of a skill as playing
0: guitar. 100%. 100%. So Um, maybe
1: you're good at guitar, but maybe you're not. Yeah. You know, uh, Jimi Hendrix when it comes to production type thing.
0: you always got something to learn. But there's a quote... I was quote from helpful, um, right. as a Tony Visconti, you know, massive producer with David Bowie, Mark Bowler and all those people. I, I read a quote it in his book that I was like, "Oh, that's good," because it made me feel a little bit better. And he said that most artists have some degree of uncertainty about their level of talent and success, but tend to be realistic and confident in their uni- uniqueness. And I think it's that uniqueness that kind of makes us realize we sh- we should be putting music out because we've got something to say with our art, you know. But we also feel like you know, our ego gets in the way a lot of the time. Like, I feel like that. I was going through these reference tracks thinking, I'm supposed to be using these as reference tracks, not crying over each and every one of them, thinking, oh, it's not as good as that. But again, you kind of need that as well, because if your ego took over and went, I don't care, then I don't think you'd ever evolve like a Pokemon. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? No, I we mean, need...
1: that's a quality filter that you apply to yourself. Yeah, you know, whatever guise it takes itself in, I mean, be it am I as good as Radiohead, um, bing, 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 you know, kind of thing, or you, <laughs> you can,
2: just get it, a little thing for the corner of the screen every time we, we, we need it, it, we need it. Um,
1: <laughs> so y- you can beat yourself up over that stick as yeah. much as you want, but I think ultimately you're always going to find that stick to beat yourself with, and it, yeah. might, oh. it might, I'm not as good as radiohead it might be I don't know i've listen uh, isn't, isn't enough to impress my dad yeah you know my dad's not gonna like it it could be anything so it's I, there I, uh, as a quality. I just think we
0: need it we need we need the sweet and the sour we need that feeling of of like oh my epiphany when you get a great idea but we also need that idea of like oh that's rubbish and then the next morning you wake up and go actually that was really good like you have that it's like a a tennis match that's going on in your head. Say,
2: I've gone, I've gone back and forth. I've, like if I've, I've listened to my album like several times over the last couple of weeks or since since it's been sort of done, and I will go back and forth between thinking this is really good and thinking this is not very good at all. Um, <laughs> but, but, and but I don't know what separates the the good from the bad, and why I would feel one way on one listen and a different way on another listen. I think the fact that I, I I'm thinking that's good half at least half the time means that it you know I shouldn't have any um, qualms about letting other people listen to it.
0: That's it. I'm not I'm not that bothered about like people hearing it. It's I suppose it's your own your your own worst enemy. You get in you get in the way of yourself.
2: Well, it's it's like you, you, when... you sound different when you speak to yourself than, than other people hear you yeah and it's the same with music. I can't listen to my own music and separate it from all the other music I listen to because it it, it, it has a different feel to it. It's like if, when you listen to a recording of your voice and you're like, that's not that's not me. yeah.
0: I, like I had this the other day. I was like going through old tracks that I did in Minion TV and why to follow, and I was like, I don't even know how I did that. I don't even know how we would come up with that song or that sound or whatever, how we would record it. I just don't know. And it feels like so much time's passed that it feels like that talent or whatever it was, is expired to the point where, like, how do we get that back? How does it come back? You know, there's like this creativity spot that is eroded. And how do we grow back? And I was like, and then the next day I'm like, what am I talking about? It's just me having a really bad day and being my worst enemy. Because the next day, you're just completely on a different path, thinking, oh, I'm excited about this now. But sometimes you just need that rant. You need to get it all out of yourself to kind of – so there's nothing left and you kind of start again. I don't know.
2: Well, that's why I don't mind taking a break, which mm. is something that obviously you you wouldn't do. Because Not I now. I have a, only a very vague um, idea about what my creative process was for Basically, all of my songs, I couldn't remember. I couldn't tell you what came first on any particular <laughs> song, like what, what, you know, what sound came first. Or, or are you what?
0: taking note? Did you take notes while you were recording this? By the way, yeah, your all of your album recording notes of what, you, how you came up with certain parts, or no, no. So I wish I did that, and I really, that's what I'm trying to do now. Every time I come up with something, I'll I'll just document it with a video.
2: But then, uh, some of my favorite. Um... My favourite tracks, all like of my favourite parts of tracks, have been complete accidents. Yeah, happy accident. So I don't yeah. think I don't think there's anything to gain from me writing down like right. So I started off with a with a chord progression and then blah blah blah.
0: Well, what and happens guess, two years later or five years later when you go, how did I do that? And you don't remember it was an accident?
2: Then um, <laughs> just have another accident. <laughs> <laughs> keep keep having accidents. Yeah,
0: I am. Um, I like the album, by the way. I love the album. I've listened to it loads this morning. I'm actually, getting ready for this. Um, my favorite track is Superlatives. This is the the first single. And we had this argument do me a, a good couple of uh, podcasts ago, Justin, about putting your singles first. But uh, you did. You, for me, you put my favorite track first on the album, right there. Um, what was? Did you anything go through your mind for track listing? Was there anything there, or it was literally just wants to put the singles first?
2: Um, no so it was, so the track listing was's been decided for a while
0: I should bring this all by, talking um, about this by the way
2: so uh, i there wasn't really much thought process behind what i was going to release as singles necessarily um yeah next time around i probably will do it so that it's not necessarily the first track um but this is just the way it happened but i did yeah. i i, I was stand by my idea that it's good to have the first maybe one or two songs released because then you don't know what's what's going to come for the rest of the album and you're not you're not just waiting for this for the track that you already know
0: it's an odd thing isn't it because you wouldn't release one page of a book you know <laughs> it's like when you think i mean i don't think that translates well in the same way but it's an odd way the way we promote an album anyway by putting out singles so have you done that in the past where a band would put out so many singles, when the album comes out, you feel like, well, I know it all, why would I buy the album? You know?
2: Well, I think I'm the other other way to you in that I don't like it if a single is the final track of an album. Really? Because it, it feels separate to the to the, the rest of the album. And I, I yeah. think that there's a lot of stock in a really I love album closers, like, you know, when they're sort of they're just this they're either Big. like this grand climax or, or a they're small. like, this soft, yeah, and they the, the, the sum up, it's the summary of the album, isn't it? Yeah. So if that's a single, mm, yeah. it sort of ends on a bit of a dull
0: note. No, I think I agree with you there. I've never thought about that. I've always thought about the, the openers, but never thought about the closers. And I, the first closing that comes to mind for some reason is Abbey Road's here, Majesty, because it's a little tiny acoustic track where it ends really well, where it's just dun-dun-dun-dun. <laughs> I was like, "Wow, you can walk away from the album. It's beautiful." Um, so, what about the artwork? How did this come about? Is this something that you take or took, or did you get this from somewhere?
2: That is a photograph that I took on my iPhone.
0: Really, iPhone yep. photography? Because it looks like something you know you could buy that photo from somewhere.
2: That's I was on, I was on um, something called the Skyliner, um, which is basically a sort of a Ferris wheel. Um, uh, in um in luxembourg okay um that was a hotel across the way and I, I liked the the style of the the you know that sort of that sign on the corner yeah many uh, nice it, it sort of reminds me of um of the streets original yeah, material. yeah totally those
0: now you've said it and uh we've talked about this, this before different music, but... but you've re- releasing on june the 5th. If everyone to know, um, which is Bandcamp Day. And you, this was an accident, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, my whole life is just uh, one, <laughs> one, one big accident. <laughs> 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 that was the big accident. Because if, if anyone doesn't know and they're watching this, um, there's two Bandcamp Days coming up, June the 5th and July the 3rd, I think. And basically, uh, Bandcamp are waiving our fees. So if you're going to buy something on Bandcamp, uh, buy it on these two days. And you might want to start with um, Ashley's album there. Endings. Uh, proper nouns. Um, we got a, a couple messages from Barry here. Sorry. I'm talking about the recording processes. I recorded an ad-lib for one of my tracks using a cheap mic I bought from Dixon's. My God, Dixon's, Dixon's still going? No.
2: Probably, no. No? Dixon's,
0: they've gone where Tandy went. Plugged into a Maplin. A uh, Maplin have gone as well? Bought three <laughs> <laughs> <Dixon's coming>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Preamp uh, plugged into a Packard Bell PC. Yep. From wow Woolworths. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wow. Wow. Um, you also said, it all depends what you're recording and um, how you want it to sound. And I think how you want it to sound is a good one. But again, I think it also comes into the accident kind of place. Sometimes you can accidentally come up, come up with the sound you're kind of looking for. Because I know a lot of people say, I've got a sound in my head, but it's hard to translate that until you kind I of miss it.
2: One major issue with the snowball is that the, the sibilance is really bad. Hmm. Um, so I've just had to work around it.
0: it. Is it not an industry like, mic? Is it? You know, as, I suppose if you if anyone was going to get an industry style mic for home, it would be like a, a what do you think, like a fifty eight or something like that, probably for home. But they cost about one hundred and twenty quid. How much is a fifty eight now? About no that? idea. Oh, but uh, with so...
1: that, you can record a whole band.
0: You could, yeah, you can do a whole band with it. But um, at some point, I might invest in one. I know we're talking about like uh, using what we've got at home, but obviously, I don't know. As, mu- as musicians, as creative people, we always see other things out there. We go, oh, if I had money, I'd get that. You know, I, I always dreamt about going into guitar shops and just buying any guitar I wanted. Um, same with that. That's why, you know, when people like us get rich, they put a studio in the house and then go bankrupt. <laughs> that's what usually happens. Uh, Barry says, obviously, I wouldn't do that now. My cheapest way would be to record using my phone and Rode Video Micro. Using the phone to record music? I haven't even thought about that. Like, I know you can, but I would always go to desktop. I mean, obviously, you can with your phone, but there, is uh, there a line? <laughs> about, uh, I suppose I have done,
1: like, in regards to...
0: Are do voice memos?
1: Yeah, voice as you said, you they, used, yeah. They don't sound that bad. No, up, they don't are, at they?
0: all. No, they don't. There's but a um. I think it's a form issue.
2: There's a part in in one of the tracks on the album which is audio that's taken from a uh, a saved Snapchat video.
0: Ah, okay. I like that, like field recordings and things. Yeah. I know you sing on these, obviously. there's I, I'm, I'm new to that because I don't really use vocals what was it like recording at home because i assumed you record all these at home there's one track in particular i'm trying to look at i think it was uh, the great the last great arc ork and you you get a bit loud on that and i was thinking if you're at home are you are you aware that like you've got neighbours have you got neighbours
2: i've got uh, i've got so i'm i'm a first floor flat underneath me is a um a business and so it's not occupied at the moment and then I've got an upstairs neighbour and another upstairs neighbour, but not as sort of offset.
0: Because for me, well, I'm pretty much the same. I'm in the apartment block, and, but I'm on the top where I've got neighbours. Even if I get the guitar or the piano, I'm always wary that people are downstairs. And never mind me trying to sing. I'd be like, Ugh. So are you like that at home or are you just not bothered?
2: Um, I mean, I wouldn't do it at, at night time.
0: No, because I suppose a um, lot of... The people who would watch this and watch the channels—it's mainly about people making music at home, I suppose DIY musicians. And I always think, like, what situations people are in. Probably a lot worse off, maybe than you know you or I. Maybe in little tiny rooms, and there's like loads of people around them, kids running around.
2: I've got, I've got three rooms, so well. one of them is the bathroom, one of them is a the kitchen, which is where I am now. <laughs> Which is obviously the, the low, the low bar we we're talking about. Where I'm sitting next to my washing machine, <laughs> um, and then the uh, uh, a bedroom, living room, studio. Sitting on but the floor that...
0: now is now a cool thing. Apparently, in videos, PewDiePie's kicked it off. I don't know if you watch PewDiePie at all. He does this thing called Floor Gang, and he's making everyone sitting on the on the floor while doing the videos because he does it. So when you when you jumped in, you were doing that. I was thinking, is this a Floor Gang thing? <laughs>
2: As an unwitting participant. To this, yeah, again, uh...
0: <laughs> happy accidents again. Um, so we've gone for about an hour and 20-odd minutes, right? So now we're going to talk about a little game. Now, we do this game with just Justin normally, called Easy Rider, but now that we've got a guest, I think, Ash, if you don't mind, do you want particip- to participate in this game, in Easy Rider?
2: Sure, so... I've never been able to guess one before, but...
0: Well, Justin got one really quickly last week. I don't know, what, last time, I can't even remember it was, but you got it, like, oh, Blink-182. You were just like, boom, right in there. So uh, for anyone who doesn't know, uh, obviously Easy Rider is the last part of the show where I put to Justin and our guest Ashley a series of um things that an artist wants uh, for backstage at a gig, basically the rider. So basically yes and no kind of answers from me, but that will generally be destroyed as we go on, as you don't know. This might be a hard one, actually. Right, okay. Here we go, guys. In addition to requesting a sweep of the space by a police dog before this artist's arrival, they asked that members of staff or crew dress nicely and do not wear T-shirts in their presence. On a related note, this artist cloned their dog twice. So... Uh, Question for the guest first and then to Justin.
2: So, you said artist. Yeah. So, I, I always say I
0: always say that so we don't know if it's a band or a single person. I just say artist at the moment. We can backtrack on what artist means if you want.
2: <laughs> but so, you can
0: ask me if it's a band or a single person or what. You can ask me anything. Yeah.
2: Is, it, is, it, is it a single person?
0: Yes. Okay, Justin.
1: Well, he asked for his... Dogs to be cloned in the rider.
0: I didn't. I didn't say what their gender was, so you can ask me if.
1: Yeah. Oh. If you want. Is it a girl?
0: (laughs) Yes. Ashley. So now you can use this time, Justin, to think of better questions. That was a good question. <laughs> I, I, I gave you I gave you the by half. <laughs> yeah. It's easier sitting at home for this game. it to be honest? When I had to do with that time round, it was hard. Harder than what I thought. But I got there because I went I used a piece of paper, went through it all.
2: Um are they currently making music or releasing music?
0: Um I don't know. I, I probably that's a really horrible answer, but um I expect I don't probably like great into this.
1: Probably itself. is not yes or no. We yeah. can't do this if you're not gonna fall apart. Well, if
0: it, it, it falls apart, doesn't it, when you ask me okay. Um no. <laughs> 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 That's a guess though. <laughs> uh Sam had to go to go and cook lunch. That's okay. And uh, Barry says, aren't they parodying Trisha Peters? I can't remember what that was relating to. Um Oh, probably uh, PewDiePie. Yeah, cool. Sorry, get back to
2: this.
1: Are dogs fame um, part Wait of Wait a minute, their... is,
2: did Ashley ask a question? Yeah. I don't know. You, you, the one you said probably too. Oh, probably. Yes. Okay. yeah, Yeah, cool. Oh, yeah, Are probably
1: dogs probably. part of their <laughs> image?
0: Brand. <laughs> so if, if I were to say yes, would that help? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> Don't know. Wouldn't help me. Uh, I'm gonna say no, 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 Ooh. no.
2: So, so they they didn't. They asked for members of staff not to wear t-shirts.
0: Yeah. Usually that so, bit no, Ash doesn't even help. You know that's just because it's funny to talk about.
2: No, but, that, but <laughs> yeah, but that that just a little nugget. I think it needs expanding upon.
0: Okay. I. So, uh, I don't know any more than that. <laughs> I just got oh, a paragraph. Okay. <laughs> 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 is this artist
1: from the last ten years?
0: Uh, not, not famous. Still around. Still very much yes. alive. Probably playing big shows. Okay, um, but not of this generation.
1: Not of this generation.
0: Yeah. Yes and no. Just goes out the window. Just because I don't know all the answers.
2: Is is she um, an instrumentalist?
0: No. It's like through the keyhole.
2: Is it share?
0: You can't guess yet, but it's not. Oh. <laughs> I don't, well, I don't think you should guess yet because you're not gonna get it.
1: Um, um, we're not gonna
0: get it. Well, John, to... I'll throw a couple clues out there. I don't think any of you guys listen to this woman. Wow. But I, I, I know oh, that you, how do you, you know? I, I that's really I, narrowed I, it down. Thank you. Okay, <laughs> here we go. I know. Uh, that you both know this person by name, you can okay. probably name one or t- maybe two tracks. I'm um, I don't know. Maybe you, Ash. Maybe you might have maybe a fan of this person. I don't know. Is she from the seventies? Big in the seventies, yeah. All right, okay. Eighties. Probably had a hit in the eighties. I'm not sure of them.
1: But seventies was. You
0: can guess at home as well, and they won't see this in the chat. If you want to guess, w-
1: was she a pop, pop,
0: seventies kind of? Um... Oh, Barry's got it, Barry. Yes. Um, I'm actually, I'm assuming you know the rest of that. They won't. They won't know. They won't see that answer, Barry. You can post it to me. I won't post it on the screen. Um, pop songs, kind of. It's not like uh, pop songs of today. It would have more... Very similar to an artist that you like very much, a pop, pop artist you like very much, Justin. And we've talked about this artist quite a bit on the show. Adele. Yeah. So oh, she's God.
1: the Adele of the 70s.
0: Oh, this is, that gives it away. And Barry's just like high-fiving himself there because he knows he's completely right after hearing that.
1: That's why I guess Cher. I thought, Cher not the Adele of do you, I doesn't think she
0: had to go with the vocal range of Adele. Who who would have the vocal range or a, a big start? Uh-huh. The, the no, the stardom of Adele.
1: Is she British? No. Is she American?
0: Yes. All right. Okay. That's two questions, Ash. We need some more questions for you.
2: Well, now that I know Barry's got it, there's you know. <laughs> It's not incentive anymore.
0: <laughs> it's because it's harder when the questions are fired at you, and you've got to ask a question. When you're sitting at home, it's a lot easier. I'm guessing.
2: Wasn't around in the seventies.
0: Yeah, but you'll know this person. Um, okay, another clue. She was satirised in the in a very popular show. The Sims? Yeah. In a, Very similar to that, in one episode. Yes. She was satirised. Oh my word. Um. Okay. You guys, ask questions. I I can give you more clues then. If you want, I'll give you another clue. This is a big clue. Uh, A film came out quite recently. That was a remake of a famous film she was in and sang in.
2: I know the film. Dolly Parton.
0: No. But you're on the right sort of lines. Someone as big as Dolly Parton. Seventies. Plays Las Vegas. Come on. No, you're getting on you're gonna just roll through them, you're gonna get it. (laughs) You're gonna kick yourself. No. Alive. Alive now. Yeah, definitely alive now. <laughs> <laughs> Not then. <laughs> alive tomorrow. Um
1: uh, an American Adele. Yeah. I've got that stuck in my head.
0: Yeah, yeah. Plays big stadiums quite down to earth, was in a, a few, well, a, a big famous, for the time, comedy movie in the um 2000s with Rob De Niro and Dustin Hoffman. Oh, what's her name? Oh, you've Barbara got it. Stryz- yes. Stryzman. Barbara Streisand. Barry got that. Yeah, Barry got oh. it. Barry said... She doesn't want people wearing t-shirts. Inclined. Barry says, "Does he name, there's name being a name? Does name of B?" And I was like, "Unless Barry was like going to say Barry." <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then he said, "I know the answer." As soon as you said, "She wasn't our generation," which is a bit of a crazy way to get there. But Barbara Streisand, yeah, she was in the did um, the, one of the original versions of that film with Lady Gaga in. What's it called? The one with Bradley Cooper, where she sang that song and everyone loved it. Right? I can't remember what it's called. I saw I it last year. No, I can't remember. I watched it last year. stream ISIS, uh, But that was Easy Rider. That was probably one of the hardest because I've I, I guessed. Uh, but it does, does go to show. That like, Easy Rider isn't as easy as it sounds. Credits <laughs> <laughs> Uh We'll wrap it up there. So, um, you, you know what I'm going to say. I'm going to throw out a couple of links as I always do um, for anyone watching this. I find them. The first link is going to be um, for Ash's new album, which is out on
2: June
0: fifth, the fifth. Uh, yep, yeah. I'll just, wait, just put it out. There you go. So that album, go and check that out. That's on Bandcamp. Releases uh, on June the fifth, but you can pre-order it now. And the other links is all the links are join uh, the Facebook group, which is a way to get notified, um, and also my Patreon link if you want to support everyone do on the channel. There. sometimes I get the Patreon link out but don't actually put my name at the end of it so I'm just sharing Patreon yeah. I, I found that out the other day and I was like oh, okay, I'm just telling people to go to Patreon, it's like saying go to Myspace <laughs> just not going to find me <laughs> Um anyway, we're going to do a freeze frame now as we end so I'm going to count down to five everyone freeze bye everyone bye <laughs> Well, oh, I'll use this as formula. Three, two, one.